I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, we forgot to even say the name of our podcast. This is Hot Pocket. I'm going to add this in post at right near the front. Thank you for putting up with their um, inefficient and unprofessional asses. Thank you. Episode two, coming right to you. feel good about the hike today what that we saw a bunch of old people when we were struggling <laughs> so I, I literally saw them and i was like time out man i can't be struggling this much and this like 70 year old woman just passed me that that bitch has arthritis in 90 percent of her body <laughs> we saw okay so we saw the fucking old dude who we asked for direction at the start of the trip yeah and then we walked in yeah. We overtake him. Yeah. Then on the trip back, so we go like seven miles. Yeah, seven miles to the to the point. He's chilling like not even a mile in. He's like, I'm I'm about to die. Oh, my God. I honestly thought he was. Like, you know, there was definitely a thought in my head. I was like, oh, wait a second. Like, is this guy yeah. okay? And like when, when you asked him. Because I asked him, like, are you luckily good? Luckily, you asked him because I was just going to walk past the dead <laughs> nah, body. No, bro. No, you can't. This is like a, a 70-year-old geriatric man. He like just got off. He just got on, on retirement. Right. He's fucking like, I'm, I'm about to finally see my kids for the first time in years. Like, he might die. Yeah. Because he decided to be ambitious to be like, yo, I'm about to fucking, I know my body. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take the seven to ten mile hike. You know why point. I felt sad for him? Why? That's going to be me. Because <laughs> he's like, I am not going to accept that my body is slowing down yeah. by the time I'm like 70, 80. And so even though it's going to be like naturally degrade, my muscles are going to go away. Yeah. Like my, the, the cartilage in my knees, knees or whatever are going to get weak. It's already fucking happening. I hear them cracking all the time. I'm still going to try to do all the shit I can do now as, like, a pretty strong 27-year-old. Yeah, you're going to be like, ah, yeah, I'm still 27 yeah. in my head, and then you're going to drop the weight on you. That's literally how you're going to go out. That's how I'm going to fucking die. Yeah, just... I'm, I'm telling you, the moment I can't squat past three plates, yeah. I'm going to tell my family, kill me. <laughs> Feed me a pill. Take me... To pull the plug. You know, honestly, like, this is actually pretty good because, like, I don't... When I see really old people, I think about, like, yo, what's what is really, like, your consistency of life and like are you happy being that old because to me mm -hmm. i don't think i want to get in my 90s as no. like to the when it when i get to the point where i can't take a shit by myself <laughs> i don't want to do it i mean a lot of that's dependent on your genetics and like where you are right because i like work for my dad sometimes and right. like his patients would come in there's one woman who was 97 years old right Fuck. see i, I don't know basically thing <laughs> she looked and acted like a six-year-old woman she was walking by herself, perfectly fine, perfectly healthy. Let me let me ask you a demographic question because this is gonna this is gonna do a lot for me. Uh -huh. What was she? Was she, she was white, white. Black? She was white. She was white. Yeah. No, no it happens. She's an anomaly because white people age like fucking bananas. I mean, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> white well, women like, in their face, like physically, like right. just in the face, aesthetically, yeah. But I mean, it's such a wide variety because I also saw like seventy year olds who. Brother, they look like they just got out of Auschwitz. Yeah. Like, they oh. look like they just fuck. <laughs> bro, I swear to God, they look like they just fucking rolled out, were gassed, and their son, who's like 50 and like living with them, is rolling him around. It's like, yeah, I'm only 70 years old. It's like, bro, this fucking 96 year old woman is doing triathlons. You know why she was probably, she probably looked that, that young? She's probably not racist. She was, it's an anomaly. An old white woman who's like 97 and not racist. No, hold on. You're 97. You're not racist. You are more racist if you're 97. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. She's not racist. Oh. So she's looks a lot younger. 
because normally it's these old white every people. Every N word you say, you lose one month off your life. Yeah. And Holy shit. Bro, I'm going to die tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck, no. Oh, God. Stop. Holy fuck. This is no good, man. That's no good. Hey, everybody. How's it going, people? So we went for a hike today. Oh, yeah. We ate some hot dogs. We got some soft serve. We saw some fucking beautiful cars. Yeah, and saw some QAnon people Q- as well. Saw some QAnon people with the cars. And you know what? Respect. You're fucking crazy. We got a whip. I'm like, all right, you fucking believe whatever yeah. the fuck you want to. You know, it was an, it was kind of like perfect too because it was an old car show. Yeah. So to me, it just felt like they were still in the fifties. Yeah. Because they, there was no black people there. there we, were no, okay, so we we are, were the only melanated people there. Yeah, and we were still getting looks. And I don't even look that much like this. It's mostly Pakistani. me. Saad has the beard, and <laughs> Saad was getting looks. I'm darker. And by association, I they were like, this motherfucker's a terrorist, He dude. kidnapped this white boy. Yeah. <laughs> he kidnapped this poor, sweet Italian man. Yeah. Honestly, if I didn't know you, I, be Italian, I yeah. could be like, this is a Sicilian. I think I teeter between Italian and Brazilian in the summer, because I actually do get, Brazilian. like... Brazilian. Yeah, because I do get, like, a goldenish tan, which is, like, I'm going to glow a little I'm bit. I'm going to have to see you in, like, two months. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I've never see, thought of you as a Brazilian see me type. In two, dude, I got, I've gotten it before. I don't got the Brazilian. Was that a fucking white person who said this? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. They're, mean, they're always like, what yeah, are but you? white people will be like, oh, are you fucking Guatemalan? I'm like, no. Whoa. Are you fucking Numibian? Are you Egyptian? Like, the fucking pick one. Yeah. You were covering every basis possible. I don't even see how that goes. But anyways, we went hiking. We ate. We're fucking here. We went seven miles. Yeah. Seven miles. Let's see. Let's check my Fitbit. First of all, fuck Apple Watch. Get on the Fitbit gang. And um, and if you know me, I always forget my Apple Watch. This morning, I literally charged it specifically for this reason because I was like, you know what? So I've burned thirty eight hundred calories so far. I'm gonna. I feel like I can hit four thousand before. Oh, yeah, I can hit four thousand before midnight. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm gonna. What the fuck are you gonna do, bro? No, like just naturally, it's it's gonna. I mean, look, if I have to, I will start (laughs) doing squats in my bedroom. Fuck it, yo. I got five minutes till midnight. No, sir. But um, yeah, now we're recording. You know, so we're probably gonna title this episode something like "Hike, Eat, Record." Yeah. I like I like something stu- stupid and silly like that. Three words. Hike dogs and record. Hike do- no, hike hike eat record. I like hike eat record. Because the dogs, it's like, where are the dogs at? We did see. Shout out to EMX, by the way. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it, you know. R.I.P. R.I.P. Very homophobic, but R.I.P. Man. The man fucking slaps. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say that. I don't. I don't think there's going to be any DMX playing at some... It's Pride Month, too. Happy Pride Month, man. Happy Pride Month. Happy yeah. Pride Month, LGBTQ. Ladies and gentlemen, LGBTQI. I, I saw the IA, and to be completely honest, um, as someone who respects that community, and, you know, I, I'm the I'm type of person that's just like, if that's who you are, that's who you are, I'm still going to treat you like a human, give you human, normal human rights. I'm not going to be like these crazy people Where who try to deny you. I just don't know what the IA stands for. Intersex. I, inter what? Intersex. Intersex? You you have both genitalia. You were born with both genitalia. So that's not like a, a social thing. That's like a that's biological like a thing. Biological. Like you were born with both. That's like Kutzner back in back in it's, Yeah, literally. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. They're hermaphrodite. I mean, so maybe with the box. Is hermaphrodite still a decent term? I, I Well, that's, it is hermaphrodite. Like, like that is what I I don't know if hermaphrodite is permissible. Yeah, see, I just don't know. So I just say intersex. This is fucking intersex, it's not like you yeah. were saying hermaphrodite on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you fucking like going to Olive Garden and you and your Olive friends are eating and yeah. then the waitress look, looks at you funny. It's like she's kind of fucking acting hermaphroditic. Oh, yeah. like, no. No, but the I stands for intersex. A is asexual. See, this is why you're here. To, this to is why I'm here. I'm a fucking shit. lexicon of knowledge. In some <laughs> in some regions of the world, the Q stands for Quran <laughs> and the I stands for Inshallah. <laughs> it's like, let's go break duck beer 
Quran, inshallah. <laughs> uh, let's go break the Quran, inshallah. Oh, the plus man. stands for all the kalmas. I don't know. Yeah. Um, actually, you'd be surprised. The first gay man was a Muslim. <laughs> I'm gonna get so you know much what? Trouble. You know what? The, you, I wouldn't. I would not like disagree with that because if you look, if you look at how many closeted homosexuals there are in Pakistan and India, it is actually a very high number. Because yeah, but the first so, gay person was not Muslim because the most Muslim as a religion did not exist till well, like yeah, of yeah. Course. But um, yeah, there's like there's like yeah. a shit ton of gay Muslims that we don't even. Oh know yeah, about. they're like closeted because yeah. In and I I can I like you know just. Being in being being back in Pakistan, I went three years ago. Just like the stuff that I picked up and then whatnot. They're not fully westernized yet, so guys and girls can't go out like you know, just yeah. like fr- like they can if they're school trips. If there's like yeah. something community bonding, they uh-huh. can. But if it's just like you got a girlfriend, you can't just go out with her. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. gonna give you looks. If you're not married and stuff, that's still not super like acceptable there. So the thing is, these men, and this is why they're so dirty dogs in Pakistan. Like they really, <laughs> I swear, I hate these guys, bro. Like, I, I would fight every single yeah, one brown of Brown fobs are the horniest people on earth, and I love them for it. Yeah. The so, call center dudes. Oh, my God. Oh, my like, God. The wow, call center you, dudes you named, like, Ajit pretty. or, like, Vikram. Yeah, like, oh, my like, God. You y'all sound are... so pretty, Brittany. What are, what is, where are you from, Brittany? Beautiful. Let me touch your boobs. Uh, Let me send, touch your vajaj. Send Bob pic. But they're sexually frustrated over there, man. Oh, yeah. They don't know anything about the women's, and that's why they end up, you know, raping a lot. That's actually really shit. funny. I was watching this, like, old twitter clip of this imam he's a fairly radical imam i don't know where he's from you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about right it's going off about like why certain thing why things that are considered taboo and haram in islam are considered taboo in islam and he's saying the reason is because they make you make feminine yeah they make men feminine and one of the things this was really fucking funny he was like having sex with women makes you feminine and i was like let me understand (laughs) let me hear this man's pitch it's like because you have sex with women eventually you're like I get huh, bored. I'm kind of bored. Hmm. Let me experience. Men. Let me, let me, let me clap Asif's cheeks or some <laughs> shit. It's like, it's like, bro, I think this is a you thing. I think yeah. you're coming out right now. It's like I've never. There's like never brothers, been a moment brothers, in my is life. It, is it gay to brothers? Is it gay to clap women? cheeks? Yeah. Is, is it, it gay to love women and like? Is it gay to get a lot of pussy? Yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, that if was, that's the case, I'm very straight. It's a great just, sermon, man. It's a great sermon. Makes you think. It makes you think. Yeah, we, I mean, we live in a society. <laughs> I just hear some <laughs> shit like that sometimes, and I'm like, I can understand why people give us a bad rap sometimes. But I mean, you could That's you find that in every every religion, every not just religion, like anything, any gonna, traditional conservativist yeah. thing you find. Um, Which is like, you think somebody would have like curated that speech before he made it? It's like, do you think you should be saying that eventually you're gonna want to fuck a dude because you're having sex with too many women? Yeah. If you if you if you're like a homophobic group. You, I feel like your messaging is not right because then you're saying like, I don't know, maybe we're gay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, from their perspective, I'm trying to. I maybe I shouldn't be trying to help them out because they're clearly some kind of a hate group. Yeah. But uh, speaking of hate groups, we're gonna talk about Ellie wasn't Kemp- it Ellie Crumpus? <laughs> yeah, you you kept calling her Ellie Camper, Ellie like Kemp- she was a camper, but yeah. it's Kemper, Kemper, Ellie Kemper, like hemp, but with a K. Yes. Okay. Kemper, Kemper, Kemper. So Ellie Kemper has recently been in the news. Um, which when I first saw the news, I was like, oh my God, because all the, all of the, yeah. um, oh, let me just give you a backstory real quick. For those of you who don't know who Ellie Kemper is, um, I'm sure you've heard of The Office and Kimmy Schmidt, Unbreakable, I think. Who was Netflix. she in The Office? I know, I know who she was, but what sort of character's name? She was, um, she was Aaron. She was the second 
secretary after or like the front desk yeah. lady after Pam got moved to like sales and stuff. She's like the redhead. Who is she? she? Yeah, she was a redhead. She yeah. was like the she was like the dumb. She dates weird Andy girl. for a she, while. She dates Andy for a while, okay. and yeah, then yeah. Andy leaves on a boat trip for like two months, and yeah. she moves on. Andy goes on some fuckboy shit. <laughs> Andy was an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, so Ellie Kemper, pretty popular person. Um, she was in the news for being a KKK princess. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, shit. Because, you know, a lot of things come out about celebrities and their past. And, you know, whether it's Kevin Spacey fucking boys or it's someone else being a Scientologist and being racist in the background. Ben Affleck getting side puts from his babysitter. Yeah, you know, with his crazy back tattoo, which no one knows he has. Oh, the Japanese one? Yeah, the huge dragon thing. If if you don't know, go look at it right now. It's ridiculous. (laughs) You would not think a celebrity would put that on his body, but they did. It's Back so to Ellie Kemper real quick. So she she was in the news. Um, supposedly she was the Veiled Prophets organization's like queen for this pageant that they had. She was chosen as it. Explain what the Veiled Prophet organization is real quick. Okay, so the Veiled Prophet organization, uh, it has very problematic roots, I would say, because they were co-founded by a Confederate general. Mm. Yep. And do I have to go into the Confederacy? You know what I mean. They, uh, I'm I'm kind of neutral on on these things. I don't know. What's <laughs> okay. I don't know what's what with us. Well, so, yeah, Sod's like uh, one of those Marylanders. Like I listen, I, I don't like to weigh in too much. I just if it's state rights, it's state rights. That's oh all. my god, <laughs> I don't actually believe this shit. Yeah, no, that's not true. But yeah, founded by a um, Confederate general, and it's not even like a Confederate sympathizer, like someone from the South. This motherfucker was a general in the Confederacy. Like he wanted to leave the union and wanted to keep the slaves mm-hmm. and this was the guy who founded this organization and someone like that when they find when they're like the co-founder of an organization you can imagine who they want them blue-eyed blonde-haired babies so basically the veil profit organization was founded by him clearly has a very like racist checker yep. history association with kk well that's what's kind of alleged i, I can't personally speak to that yep. yeah and so, so ellie camper at a dance like at a ball in like 1990 okay when she was 19 years old. So that, that's another thing where I was like, okay, maybe like this is just like – maybe this is just something she was a part of, which she did not have a choice as a family. Her family was part of it, yeah. and she just grew up in it. Maybe she was like 14, 16 years old, didn't really have like yeah. full autonomy of herself. But she was 19, so that's where I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting at this point. Yeah. Because – and also, side, side point, in 1979, I believe, this organization – until then, they did not allow blacks and Jews – to be a part of that organization so fairly recently they're still they're a problematic uh organization problematic is a very light word yeah they're like, racist let's like, say that like they're problematic is like if your well-meaning grandpa just calls uh the, the person at pan express a <laughs> All right, yeah, like that, like, like he doesn't mean he's like that's the only word he knows. Yeah, like this is like no, this is like the grandpa who fought in Vietnam. Because the grandpa like, fought in Vietnam, and every like he just like seizes up and tries to kill every like person working at uh, yeah. a laundromat. Yeah, his his seizures are just USA, USA. Yeah, yeah. You gotta that's, stop him in public. But yeah, so that's I mean it's a racist organization. That's what it is. And but basically, what's the controversy? The controversy is that came out and people were like, holy shit. She's she was like related to the KKK. Her family's related to the KKK. It blew up, right? Yeah. But it turned out that she was 19 years old, mm-hmm. which and that's that's why I was saying I think being 19 years old is like yo you kind of do have some autonomy of yourself. But if you're living in like the deep south or Louisville, you know what I mean, yeah. Kentucky, you're 
I don't know how much because I know like those country folks like to keep the children around till yeah. they're like twenty five. Well, 26. like let's let's boil it down, right? So the basic contention here is that she's a pretty prominent, well known, well liked actress. You yep. know, she's on The Office. Everyone fucking loves The Office. Everyone yeah. shut the fuck up about it. Right. And by the so, way, The Office does not make your personality. Please get some actual <laughs> right. We'll, we'll <laughs> side that t- table that for a second. Right. So basically, I think that what the controversy is is that how much do we place her responsible for? going there when yeah. she was 19 does that represent her i don't know anything about her yeah, like her personal views or anything right yeah, and neither, neither do you neither right? do i like i'm not a huge ellie kemper fan i i think she was cool and all but like so here's here's my thing with this so right ahead. she might be fucking racist right Could be, she might be she's an actress she's there. an actress i don't fucking know she might be very good at hiding she might be really good at being racist but actually like be like the most social justice yeah. woke person as possible being racist in front of her family just to get by yeah i don't know <laughs> um maybe she Maybe she had a lot of agency in determining when she was 19 that she sh- – yeah, I'm going to go here. Maybe they gave her the option of not going or going. Um, I think – I don't know how much I agree with the idea that if you're 19, you have a lot of agency. Because even if, like, technically you made a decision, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you're 19. You're still very closely associated with your, your parents and your yeah, family. And, like, if there's an expectation of you to go there, you're going to go. And let's let's say that – she might have even grown from, like she ha- was racist right mm-hmm. let's let's say that she was racist right she might have grown from there yeah. i don't really care about any of that because the organization itself is more of an issue right yeah. than about her because what i think is happening and this happens a lot is that people just like to know whether the actors the celebrities the singers and the franchises and the products that they put out are like good yeah i i want to consume this media because it comports with my values that's yeah. really what it is here that's and what i also people think people want to put people in boxes in today's day and age with social media uh-huh. social justice movement like in cancel culture around yeah. they want to put people in boxes they don't think two things can be true at once i'm not saying you can be a racist or a nice person at once but like they just want to take somebody and like oh she was related to this she's a yeah she's she's racist because my thing was when I read it and I read a little bit into it. Uh, again, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I'm not that interested in Ellie Kemper, but I thought yeah. the whole this idea of the discourse when, around it is more when, interesting yeah, than her. When the yeah, when when the articles came out, it's like they they clearly called her KKK princess. But then when you read on it a little bit, it's like okay, wait a second. How much is it just her being in this geographical location uh-huh. with this really problematic with this really racist and problematic fucking racist. organization? And this organization, from the things I've read, seems like a prominent organization in that town and yeah. in that area, where obviously they've been there for a really long time because Kentucky was part of the South, and so they have some power there. So even like maybe like the ice cream store at the corner is also run by this organization, or somebody from yeah. this organization runs it. So now that you go and get ice cream from this store, are you supporting yeah. racism and race? Cause I, mean, I mean, some people would make that argument that you're supporting a racist business, but for people living there, it's like, I literally can't go anywhere else. Let me ask you a question, Sad. Mm-hmm. What was that saying about Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I think Chick-fil-A is overrated. Actually, this is, this is a good point, right? Even, okay, when was it like super popular in Vogue to boycott Chick-fil-A? It was like 2014, uh, 15, right? Yeah, when when was 2011, was it, when gay marriage became legal? 2015, I think. Oh, 2015, 2015 right, right, right. Yeah. And so around that's, that time that's when it became super, I think, I might, my time, I might be wrong. Yeah. And so people were saying, boycott Chick-fil-A, boycott Chick-fil-A, boycott Chick-fil-A. Yeah. This is, again, similar similar idea, like what I was saying about Ellie Camper. They want to make this about, like, the brands I'm, I'm taking in, the people I'm taking yep. in, the famous people I'm taking in, and viewing and supporting are good and woke. Here's the problem. 
I don't believe in ethical ethical consumerism as like a mode of practice, right? Because right? all you're basically saying is like I'm just gonna like buying things and like living the same life I've been living is me being an ally or doing doing social justice just by buying somewhere else, right? Which that doesn't make sense because for a lot of people they literally don't have that option. We also live in an era of monopolies, yeah, where it's like all the major companies that have like wiped out any other competition from yeah. smaller sources they've completely supplanted any other like option yeah. for a lot of people. They don't, they can't fucking do anything. So like to say that like, Oh yeah, just stop buying like from here. It's like, well, there's literally no other fucking place to get fried chicken because they've like completely dominated the market. Right. Two things thing. to that. Two things to that. I think one, there is some truth to, um, you know, being shopping consciously about sending yeah. your money somewhere because it's, it's almost like the same thing about like how people say like, when when people give money to like poor folks, right? So it's mm -hmm. like I don't know where my money's going. Are they using it for this? Are they using yeah. it for that? So it's like what one one what does it matter? Like you've done your part in giving the poor person yeah. one thing, but that's that's besides the point. I think I think there is some truth to holding your hand, giving your money to organizations that mm -hmm. are completely against like what you stand yeah. for, right? Because then you don't want to then you don't want to you know give them profit. You you don't want to use their things and. I'll be honest, like I'm, I've sometimes been cautious about that. Like, if it's like a huge company that, like, I know that they still do. Yeah, I'm not buying cyber hummus anymore because they're Israeli. I'm oh, not. first of all, their hummus sucks dick. Yeah, they're, it's like the, I've, I I've think we never, discussed this in the last episode, but yeah, I've cyber hummus never is fucking trash. liked cyber hummus. Um, and then hold on, the second, yeah. the second point to that, and I completely agree with you, is that like, do we have a choice? Because yeah. like, we actually did this thing. Um, Back in college, it was my international marketing class and whatnot. We were talking about ethics in this, in this specific topic. Mm -hmm. And we were like, is it ethical to buy from, say, HP, who is in China, has electronic sweatshops, basically. Yeah. You know, and they're and they don't know that that's happening, which I don't believe that, that, that any big company knows that they're not like, you know, getting they, cheap labor. Yeah. Or, or they intentionally turn away. Yeah. Or, yeah, or they intentionally yeah. turn away versus the company that knows it's happening yeah. and they're still using that. So which one is better? You know, it's like, yo, pick your poison at this point because they're both doing it. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like, you can't, I get that holding your hand and spending wisely in, in companies that are more morally aligned with you mm -hmm. is what some people might be doing. And that's also a, um, that's also a very affluent thing to do because that means you have access the, to yeah, all exactly. of those other e Exactly. Things. There is like a certain kind of privilege that goes into that where for a lot of people, especially like if you live in like an area like the food deserts mm -hmm. where there's like not a lot of like fucking good produce or whatever, yeah. you have to shop like shitty places. Yeah. And that's that's a structural thing. It's good as like a – if you personally want to do it, go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking say anything. Yeah. All the power to you. But to propose that as like – a mass mobilization thing mm -hmm. like oh we society society should do this it's like well most people in society can't right. most people in society literally physically probably financially can very limited yeah in those you have places. to like address the root causes before you can like turn that yeah. into a thing and this is kind of a thing with bds to an extent in palestine okay israel and palestine Explain. because people are making this about like oh you personally like should avoid buying these things and there's a truth to it right right the problem is the amount of companies that have connections or, or some kind of tangential relationship to Israel, people who support Israel and support right. like the, the genocide and the ethnic cleansing and the Zionist state, it's like every fucking massive company. Yeah. And by extension, that means like pretty much anything you buy is going to have some relationship yeah. to that. And if you just look up the chain about these massive companies yeah. like Nestle and Procter and Gamble and all this, there's like four massive conglomerate yeah. multinational yeah. entities. That own literally hundreds yeah. of brands. We, again, we live in monopoly. Yeah. 
and we can't avoid that. So, so to say like, oh, just stop buying. You you can dig deep enough, and you will always find something fucked up. And then to say like, oh, you can't buy. It's like, well, I need to fucking feed myself. Yeah, I fucking like need to live my life day to day. And also, it's like. Good fucking luck trying to be moral in a capitalistic society because That's ex- someone's ex- getting fucked up. Exactly. Either ex- exactly. either you go to some place that yeah. isn't, you know, that has good chicken and the free range chickens and this and that, and they're yeah. not really, you know, they're they're actually giving to progressive things. But guess what? You're about to go yell at a kid who's making <laughs> minimum wage, who they, messed up your order, yeah. and you're fucking him over at this yeah. point or her. Yeah. You know, it's just like. At some point in capitalism, somebody is getting yeah. their knees chopped. You, you know what's like? I I appreciate like the concern, the intention behind these things, but you know what would be more helpful is to like support union and workplace organization in your own country yeah. as a starting point place. Yeah. Because like all these fucking like nice niche like chic fucking like boutique places are like, oh, we sell fair trade coffee. It's like motherfucker. Do you know what they get paid? The people who pick that fair trade coffee and like grow that shit and all that, they get paid like shit. Yeah. They, I mean, like, I know technically, they like, paid they, they meet certain standards, but the standards are pretty low. Like, yeah. on paper, like, it seems nice, but it's not actually, like, realistic. Yeah. Like, this is not a feasible model for us to, we have to change the entire thing. Yeah. Going to the Ellie, what the fuck's her name? Kemper. Kemper. <laughs> right? It's like, it's, I don't, who the fuck cares about her? I think this is more yeah, instructive a, as a way to, like, take this out. Yeah, it's just a, my interest came with just looking at it holistically. Not, like, this specific case, but, like, the discourse that came after yeah. it. How the how the articles came out. Yeah. was like, she's a KKK princess. When you do a little bit of research, you're like, okay, this was a very prominent organization. If you, the person who wrote this, grew up in that town, you most likely would have had to go through that organization exactly. to do something. Exactly. So you would have to have been related to that. But... You know, I think is it is of interest for someone who has a platform to address something like that. And uh-huh. then also, you know, I'm not saying we got to make sure she's not racist because who the fuck knows? Maybe she is. Maybe yeah. she isn't. I don't think then you got to do the game of like what's in your heart. It's like, I don't fucking yeah. know what's in you. What you and do, do I believe. really care about one celebrity? No. What, what's in their heart and shit? I don't you know? I don't really care. I don't give a shit about celebrities enough. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think like. The movement for like liberation, social justice. It should it should not come from celebrities. Nah. And it won't come from celebrities, yeah. which is also why it should not come. We stop trying to make that a thing because yeah. it's not going to come from people who have like so much money invested in the giant companies that are doing all the exploitation. Yeah, but I will say there are like a few folks out there who are major celebrities that do use their platform. Oh yeah, they and do. That's the thing. Like yeah, but that's not like a that's not like the game plan we should be working on. If you want to join hands, yeah, cool. That's not what we should be like. Pining for as a project player. Yeah, like my baby girl Bella Hadid. Bella Hadid, there you go. On, yeah, she was yo. She was in Brooklyn while I was in Brooklyn, and my <laughs> my my little cousin's friend met her, and I was like, yo, why'd you take me to this protest? We should have gone to that one where she was, and she was she was there. She was wearing her kafia, looking all nice. I was like, yes, free Palestine. Also, hey Bella. Can I get your number? This is how we, this is how we get a lot of people into the uh, free Palestine movement. Just yeah, show them, just pictures. show them hop Arab girls. And yeah. like, all right, here we go. And also, then like later on, it came out like Michael Kors. This is this is a funny thing because we're gonna transition to Twitter real quick. But I also saw this on Twitter uh-huh. where Michael Kors was like taking down her brand campaign. Oh, I heard right? about that. Yeah. And in in the video, it's like some fat fucking Karen ass bitch. In the back, she was like, "Good, take her down." And somebody quoted that tweet. They were like, "Child, like." <laughs> fucking Bella Hadid's campaign for that was the only thing keeping Michael Kors afloat. This is like, Ooh. and this is like a normal person, so it's like a consumer out on the market saying that. And it's true, like Michael Kors was pretty cool. I don't know if it was like that cool, but like I've I've seen like it's girls. been a while since like MK. Well, I mean, people still wear MK. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I know people still wear I think, Michael Kors shit. You know, you know what my my idea of Michael Kors is high school and early college people who are just getting into style because oh. it's affordable, it looks yeah. nice. But hey, when you actually start making real money, you're not really looking for Michael Kors. So Michael Kors, fuck you for taking off uh, <laughs> Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid's campaigns because they supported a real moral. Yeah, I mean that moral, that's the more like yeah. pressing issue, like, right? Fuck you. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, speaking of Twitter, like I said. Oh, we're talking about this guy. Yeah, we're talking about this guy that has created some. Um, that's created okay, some. Okay, so is like, there is there like is it? It's not controversy, right? It's just people are like, oh, people this are is... just sharing their thoughts on it. Okay, it's not a controversy. People are y'all have probably seen this guy. It. Yeah, you guys have definitely seen this dude. Um, probably the women listening, if there's women listening. Um, if there's people listening. Yeah. Listening. Um, but so. This dude and his wife made like a one minute video and they seem to be sitting in a pretty nice house. And he was talking about how he is the breadwinner of the house and his wife is stay at home wife. She, 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 the words he used, which a lot of people were like, really like, yeah, this is what he means. Uh, he was like, she is, she does not work outside of the home because right. listen, being a mom is a full time fucking job. And if you're a professional mom and working and stuff, kudos to you because that's, that's just it's tough. My mom growing up here worked twelve hour shifts and we still turned out fine. Like I, I, I see it. Moms are my favorite thing in the world. Trust me, I'm a mama's boy. But so, you know, this guy probably made like three, four hundred thousand, maybe even a million dollars a year. You know, he's super rich. Seemed like they weren't they weren't in any kind of financial press. Yeah. And he was just like, Yeah, I make all the and money. That part's important before we go for I just wanted this, yeah, yeah, this man's clearly fucking rich. Yeah, like you could see the house in the back and it was yeah. it looked nice. He's a, he's a financial guy, right? I think I actually don't know what he was, but he just made a lot of money. So basically all he said was like, Hey listen, for us what what works is that I make all the money and she handles all the expenses and, and handles all the home stuff. I don't even know what bills look like. I don't even see mm. where my money goes. Mm. She just handles everything. Brilliant. And and she just, Smart. you know, she buys what she needs to buy for the house and for herself. She yep. lives off of his money. And that's when people, I started seeing things like, you know, girls. This is what I want. Yeah, girls are like, oh my God, like, yes, this this is exactly what I want to do. And in a perfect world, probably. Well, yeah, like, I, would, I, mean? I would fucking love that. I want, here's the thing, here's my dream. Here's my, here's my dream. I don't give a shit about making the world a better place. I don't give a shit about <laughs> making my family happy or proud of me. I don't give a shit You're about fucking me not. I just want to be a piece of shit and marry like a hot older milf who will fucking give me money to like do Sugar Mama. failed podcasts and like play video games and like be ripped. Little do y'all know, we actually have Sugar Mama out. Like we are recording in a Sugar Mama house right now. What the fuck are you saying about my mother? <laughs> this is my mother. Listen, hold on, hold I wasn't going to tell you about me. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. I wasn't going to tell you about me and Ricky. But. Don't you fucking. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Don't you, don't you air your don't you don't, don't you come here? She's fed you. She's regaled Yo. you many stories of her life and her past. Love Ricky, man. And you fucking come here and besmirch her. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? That's my girl, fam. Fucking it's Chill Pride out. Month and you have no pride. <laughs> you have no honor. You have no shame. Oh Lord, I. But, but yeah, so the whole Twitter thing. A lot of girls were like, you know, this is exactly what I want, like and whatnot. And when I saw it, this is before I read all the comments and all the other like quoted tweets and everything when he said the words he was like i don't even know where my money yeah, goes the- <laughs> i literally looked at i literally thought to myself i was like over my dead fucking body i was like fuck no yeah. that shit is not what i'm doing and listen i'm not saying if if i got it like that if i'm making tell me tell me tell me a year yeah i'm there's, good there's two angles to the story right yeah. i'm thinking about it mm-hmm. 
this is this is where I'm coming from. Just so like a background in my thought process, correct? I came here when I was six years old. I am an immigrant. We grew up poor as shit. Mm-hmm. Like house didn't have electricity sometimes because we couldn't pay the bill. Mom and dad working hours on hours. Like I seen it. Been through the mud. So when I see something like, yeah, yo, like I, I don't even see where my money goes. Yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 time out. Yeah. That's not happening because that's a. Yeah. Sh- if 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 his wife was like a gold digger, bro, you're heading down to poverty quicker than me. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just not. I happen. mean, like put put aside that, right? Like it's more so like when people say, I want that, I want that. It's be- you, that's just another way of saying like I want to be fucking rich as shit. Which is yeah. like, yeah, of course we all fucking want to be rich as shit. Yeah. But. It's like, okay, most people are not going to be there. Like, you, most people are just not going to be fucking rich. Yeah, ladies, most, you can get it, but your your boyfriend, your dude, husband's not going to make dudes, 10 million a year. girls, women, just like, you're not, there's a reason why they call it 1%. Yeah. 1% <laughs> is not 99 fucking percent, right? So, you're not going to be that rich, which, okay, fine, whatever. You are never, you should not be, you're not going to be in a position, most likely, where you can just hand your fucking savings account and all everything, of all of it to your partner, yeah. whoever it is. And you not... Care and you about just it or don't think care. About it. That would be fucking like irresponsible and stupid. And I think most people understand that, yeah. right? It's more so like, oh, aspirationally, I want to be here, and it's just more like, yeah, but like y'all, you're not gonna be there. Yeah, you're not, you're not gonna fucking be this yeah. person. And to, to 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 his fairness, he did say he was like, this is what works for us. It might not work for other yeah. people, but this is what works. So that made me think, okay, this man really does have it like that. He, he, he like, most certainly yeah, has absolutely. it like that. Yeah, but yeah, so that's the thing with me. It's like, yo, you know, that's. Just handing your money that you worked for over to your partner to just do at will yeah. what they want. Like, you have no oversight of it. If you had oversight or if, you know, your and wife let's, or let's, husband was Let's flip the gender roles for a second, right? If it was, like, it, it, the same video happened. It was, like, the woman who was saying, like, oh, I'm the breadwinner yeah. and the husband's a stay-at-home. And, like, people were like, oh, this is what I want. I would still say, like, to Fuck the no. woman who's making a shit ton of money, it's like, you should not be, like, letting your partner just control everything without yeah. your oversight. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what the makeup of the partnership yeah. is. That unless you, Again, unless you're super fucking rich, at which point, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want in general. Yeah. If you're that rich, I don't give a fuck. You, yeah. you don't have to fucking listen to me. I'm a dipshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking poor dipshit compared to you. Whatever, right? For But for most people, you can't fucking do that, and you no. shouldn't fucking do that. No. I've actually never asked you this question. It just came up in my head. Would you be a stay-at-home dad? Hundred okay. percent. Listen, I know I'm just bagging on this guy and like whatnot, but I would 110 percent be uh-huh. a stay at home dad. Okay. If again, if if my wife is racking it in uh-huh. to the point where we are living comfortably and two parents working in a household is just taking time away from the yeah of the children. So you don't, you don't need that additional stream of income. Basically, no, if we don't need that, if we don't need that additional stream of income, and my wife got it like that, bruh. I'm chilling, <laughs> brother. I would love to be a stay at home father. I'd be the trophy fucking, husband. I fucking love kids. I fucking love doing house shit. Oh yeah, bro. I want like a, like a, a CEO girl boss baddie who's just gonna come home and like you can fucking dom me. I don't give a shit, <laughs> At bro. That point. You can be like half my because I'm like a fucking big guy, right? Like you could fucking be half my size and be like, all right, bend over. Yeah. All right, all right. You write my checks. You, you, you're gonna call her daddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna fucking call you daddy. I can't fucking go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's without your permission. Right. Go for it. Fucking stick it in there. I don't give a shit. I don't. I'll let the kids watch. Son, oh. this is gonna be you one day. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a. Quick but yeah, I, I think disaster. I, I feel like more people are kind of becoming open to that. Dude, I hear. I have thing. no idea. Actually. So here's my perfect thing. Like, let me just like I'm not any kind of. I don't want you know people to come across like oh this guy's like you know misogynist. Like fuck no, dude, get out of here. 
That's that's a very you should not you should not preface that because now people are gonna think you're gonna be say something. No, no, no. I'm saying about the current topic. Uh, I'm saying like stay at home mom. Like no, no. If that's if that works for you, that fucking works for you. Uh-huh. In my personal view, for what I want for myself is somebody who's on the same level professionally, even yeah. not like making the same amount of salary, but just being out there doing what yeah. they like to do, being passionate, even if it is just like a side hustle thing or just being passionate about what they do and like just mm-hmm. having a hobby and having their interest, you know, and living their life outside. But also like I have absolutely no issue if my partner is going to bring in more money than me. Well, I don't I don't yeah, understand. I don't, I don't, I don't know understand why guys who are like yeah. are, is your dick that small to be like yeah. my wife's making more money than me? I'm gonna get self-conscious about that. Oh no, if more my f- wife if my more more money than me, baby girl, you Oh it. no. It's like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> like oh more money in my household, but she's making more? That can't happen. I mean like the, the basic like, question dog. is like if that's a concern, why aren't you making more money then? Yeah. Somebody has to be making more money. That's like, your fault, motherfucker. I mean it's your fault, but like you as a joint unit are more secure that way we see like a girl post on twitter or something and she's like and she makes a joke with like about men and like it with like a picture, and then like a dude will retweet it, and like clearly be so fucking insecure and upset about it. Yeah, he like he like oh girls be doing this. Like why the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, first off, people need to like be okay with Twitter just being a place where you shit post and rag on each yeah. other and like be and be funny yeah. and all that shit. But this is a kind of related to what you just said. I I'm not gonna use any names. I know somebody who is bi. Okay. Right? And they're on dating apps, mm-hmm. and I asked them like. All right, I'm just curious, like, what what's the difference in the spread between men and women, like, in terms of the pictures, how they present themselves and everything? I would I would think there was a difference, right? Well, there is a difference, right? Okay. And they said, and I'm making a point not to use their pronouns or anything. Right. Um, I don't even, I don't think they would really care, but whatever. Respect. Basically said, girls, better looking. Like, the girls that this person sees, and maybe this is indicative of the area, mm-hmm. better looking. Maybe that's because of the photos. They just take better photos or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> but... In terms of like the bios and like presenting themselves as, like interesting people and funny people, it's like oh, men are way better at that. I definitely believe the women the women are better looking because at the very least, women know how to dress themselves a little bit more. Oh, and yeah, that's bro. certainly like a societal expectation thing, right? Like yeah. I can look like the way look, look look at me right now. Yeah. Right. My hair's like just a mess. I'm like fucking man spreading right now. Yeah, right in front of me. Right in front of you. <laughs> like I right now, I'm considered probably like a. You're seven. wearing a Carhartt shirt. Bro. I'm wearing a Carhartt. I mean, this shit's pretty fucking fine. That's yeah, fine. I fucking yo. Fucking so I put that on and we're just sitting inside the room and yeah, dude, I'm flexing no here, brother. Yeah, I'm bringing the I'm bringing me, the heat today. Hot pocket. <laughs> uh, I'm like a seven. Right now, right, and I'm saying this not you, to be you, like you. I'm like a, I'm like a hot. I'm nah, just saying, bro. like, like literally, the expectation for men are like you're nine. So thank you. They are so fucking low compared to women who have to like. I gotta do two hours of makeup. Oh yeah, I gotta get a Brazilian wax. Mm-hmm. I fucking gotta do my eyebrows. I gotta do all this shit to look presentable. To look presentable. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I understand why women are like better at fucking better at taking pictures like you look at like how the way guys take selfies or take pictures like holy yeah. shit y'all we don't know i don't know how to fucking do it yeah. neither do i shit but i will say i will quote my favorite artist drizzy drake right oh my goodness sweatpants hair tied chilling with no makeup on that's when you're the prettiest i hope that you'll take it wrong that's the, now honestly like i get it like girls that like you know get super dressed up and like look good for themselves and just feel good like damn you look beautiful mm-hmm. but my preference is just you know what I mean? Like sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with makeup on. The theme of the day is gender equality, I guess. Yeah, I guess There is so. no theme, theme of the day. I mean, we got into some heavy shit with 
Palestine last time in the pilot, yeah. which, full disclosure, we don't know. Are we going to post that? I think we should. You think we should? I think it'll be just like, uh, hey guys, this is us. We don't have any technical skills, but yeah. this is our personality. We had this one is, mic. This is what we're gonna talk. We had one mic. I, just, just to let you know how fucking impromptu this is. How the is. fuck? How this? How good is this sound? This second mic literally came in as we started recording. Yeah, we were waiting on it. Uh, we, we were waiting on it. We, we could have recorded like an hour. Early. We went for the hike because we assumed like, oh, the mic's gonna be here by now. Yep. And then it wasn't. I made him coffee. We showered. We chilled here. We booled. By the way, we did not shower together. We did not shower together. <laughs> just like, oh, no. Just not some Turkish shit. Yeah. Which actually, I'm like, I would be I would, fine with that. I would want to do that, though. Like, yeah. if I'm in, listen, when in Rome, do as the Romans. You know what I mean? Or yeah. Ankara or some yeah, shit. Yeah, if you're in Ankara, go to the bathhouses. And I've seen, like, those Turkish, and I, honestly, like, I've seen it in a few different cultures. Like, the Turkish people do it, and I think it's the South Koreans. They also have, like, a Korean bathhouses mm-hmm. where you could go... And literally get beat up, basically, for, <laughs> yeah. to get clean. Like they like rub you down hard, bro. They're like rubbing your back, and you're basically. Bro, like, that's the shit I want. Like Conan did this. Conan's, by the way, Conan's my favorite. Like late, late night show host because mm-hmm. I think he's just funny, and he's way better than like fucking Fallon and Kim. Kim was okay. Conan's. I've just never been a late night show person. I can't get behind them. I used to like watch it because I used to be like a. I don't know why I used to stay up late as a kid, you know, watching Family Guy and being bad and shit. Yeah. But, like, you know, whenever your late night's on. But, like, recently, like, you know, he's just been – he's really funny. And sadly, he's, like – well, not sadly. He's probably going to do some other shit. Like, his show's coming to an end, which is, like, everything happens like that. But um, he had a video where he went with Stephen Yeun, who's a prominent South – not South Asian – Asian actor. He was in Walking Dead, and I think Mm -hmm. he was just with on a movie. I'm not a movie buff, but – No, no, no. He was on that show, Invincible. I, that you know that like cartoon the animated Amazon web series mm-hmm. that's like the boys yeah was that the one nominated for an Oscar because he was on he he oh, was like know. he was nominated for a best actor award but that's besides Oscars the point. movies right huh Oscars movies yeah 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 oh so it wasn't that because this is a TV show oh, okay yeah no. so it can't be this is the only thing I know that he's on um, yeah so he he I'm not good with him people yeah, I really don't fucking I know. know him from Walking Dead when I watched like the first three seasons then they just kept doing the same shit and I was like yo fuck this show um <laughs> it was a good show when while it lasted but they went on way too long. Um, but yeah, they went to the bathhouse and they literally like got smacked around with leaves. Like they literally got their skins rubbed off and they came out feeling brand new. You know what I mean? There was also this really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally, there was like this entire room of like hot red sand and it kind of reminded me of like the black Panther like scene where you have to get buried and oh, then the pur- come out the back. Was it purple the, uh, in black Panther or is that the plant? The plant was purple. Okay. What they what they drink? Oh no! No, the, the sand was red. I the sand was red. The sand was red. But yeah. so but that that shit does sound very relaxing. Like some yeah. hot red sand. You just go like get a little bit buried in and just like feel like a new person when you come out. But would, would you would get would you that. get a happy ending at a massage parlor? Depends. Is my mom listening? <laughs> Is my family Nar- listening? Nargis? <laughs> that, look, that's that's on you to figure out, man. That's not my job to determine if they're listening or not. I don't think I would. You don't think I you don't would? think I would because. Let's say, I don't okay, know the situation. Let, no, let's, let, me, let me paint this situation for paint you. Paint it. Okay? You're going for a regular massage. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. This person is amazing at their job. Yeah. You have the best fucking massage of your life. Yep. You got like, you know, you're, you look at the clock. It's like, oh, okay, you have five more minutes, but it feels like they're like done, right? It's like yeah. they've hit every part. They've like rolled you over and everything. They've done the stones. They've done the towel. And Does like, she well, ask I, me? Hold on. Hold on. Um, let me, let me paint the scenario, paint all right? It, paint it. Five minutes. She takes off the towel from your crotch. All right. <laughs> she's like, she starts leaning over. Okay. She starts whispering in your ear. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's whispering. Right. Maybe it like, gets her Chipotle. Or Are you trying to get me horny or something? It's, um, <laughs> it's working. I see something plopping up right now. And she just starts, she, she grabs and tugs. Okay. Right? But not tug. Not like like not like the South Korean like bath men who are like, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. No, she's doing this with the finesse. Right. A fucking, a master's She's touch, a master at this. Right? So you didn't ask for this. You didn't know this was happening, but you're so relaxed. Right. Do you say anything? While this person is just like, <laughs> you want my like okay, my honest opinion, honest opinion, honest opinion, I'd probably stop it because one, mm. like dead ass serious, like if if that was not my intention to go in there and ask yeah. for this, I you know that's hey bitch, consent works. Oh the fuck you can't call this woman a bitch. She did worked on you for an hour. <laughs> Hold on, that's rude. Okay, sorry, but don't touch me. Second of all, when it just comes to like massage parlors and this kind of stuff, it's mm-hmm. like. I don't know if this woman is here by her by her That's own true. accord. That's true. Not their own accord. What's the because you know then it gets into self sex work and we yeah. honestly just had this conversation earlier about it like um, the Asian population and like you know the the scrutiny and the the racism that they the face of, uh, exploitation that they experience. yeah and it's super exploited right like I don't especially Asian why are why why when you go into an Asian like a a, a par, I even said Asian parlor when you yeah. go into like a massage parlor that's the thing Asian. I never specified anything about Asian you kind of just filled that in exactly there we go so that's that's the point right like why did I Sherryar hates the AAPI community <laughs> absolutely not he says AA goodbye oh. and starts <laughs> this oh man's a fucking God. terrorist <laughs> this Last is name fucking Hussein. ridiculous Hussein but yeah exactly like. That's the thing. That's a preconceived not. That's not a preconceived notion, but excuse me. It's when you think of massage parlors, you're yeah. thinking of there is like a cultural association with massage parlors, especially when I said happy ending. Yeah, there was like this fetishization yeah. of like the Asian community. Exactly what I thought was Robert Kraft, who is the um, owner of the Patriots, and I grew up a Patriots fan throughout my young life until I learned that hey, Julian Edelman also supports Israel and all these other. And I was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Tom Brady left. I really packed my bags and left that organization. <laughs> Fuck the Patriots now. But, you know, he was caught prominent NFL owner, billionaire. Mm. By the way, Kraft family, you might know them. They're probably in your cabinet. Kraft mac and cheese and shit. That's them. Um, so he was obviously caught, and it was like an FBI sting. And yeah, this like motherfucker a 30 second was going, called that an easy mac. And that, that's probably as, that's, that's that's why. What, that's the, what he calls it. The 30 it. seconds is not for the that woman, mac and cheese. That, that woman gave him the it's handy just, five seconds. He's like, yep. oh, call that an easy mac. It, and she's like, all right, yep. buddy. Robert Kraft is the easy mac. Easy mac. But, yeah, so he was caught. You know, in there, and he had, but he's a billionaire, so obviously nothing happened. First, like, you know what I mean? Like, he was red caught, caught red-handed. They had uh-huh. video, and all the news sports were talking, the news um content was talking about it. All those channels, and they were like, "Yep, Robert Kraft has been caught doing this." And then within a couple of days, it was like, "Yeah, okay, moving on." And like, you just yeah. a huge prominent owner was just like. Exploiting sex workers, you know what I mean, yeah. and like a caught in the FBI ring, and we're just like gonna pat, move, move past it. But I think that's that's a very good point that you made. Like when when you use that word, like you know, happy endings, massage parlors, yeah. we just automatically think about just the gap. Asian communities, and also what happened recently with um a couple months ago at this like two, point, two months ago about yeah, two months ago um about the. The Asian parlors that the guy got showed up. up. Yep, yeah. it actually happened somewhere around. Uh, not not like any kind of real danger stuff, but around that time, and also this is just like Corona too. Like around Corona time, like I think it was might have been late last summer or like six seven months ago at this point, where 
Asian-owned restaurants, and there were like some. One of them was like a chain restaurant, so like Kung Fu Tea. But obviously, like Kung Fu Tea is right, fu- very... first of all, fuck Kung Fu Tea. There's much better bubble tea out there. I'm not even a bubble tea guy. I like Kung Fu Tea. Don't do it. It's it's okay. Don't do it, man. It's bro. It's okay. Kung Fu Tea. It's fine. Maybe I just have like a nostalgic thing with Kung Fu Tea. I think you just have a nostalgia. It's okay. But also, their Oreo Bobo is fucking banging. Bro, that's just an Oreo milkshake. They were attacked. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. So there, you know, three three Asian spots were attacked, and that was just the scrutiny that they were facing. So yeah, this came from a very light question about. Well, no, my question was a little. I mean, it was it was, light. A, it was but you guys are some heavy. It was dairy. funny, you it know what I mean? It was, it was like it was a fun little question. I'm just curious. Yeah, but no, would you? I'm not answering that question. <laughs> you, I, that's so you try dis- to set me that's, up. That's fucking disgusting. You try to set me up. No, this is this is a woman who's working. I'm not gonna fucking put her in a position to. I mean, yeah, but you said that she just, you know, just. On her own accord, did it. <laughs> I'm gonna get you in trouble too, Sad. There's like, look, there's like a certain level of co, like you said. I mean, there's a certain level of coercion that, like, is involved. Like, you you don't know if there is or isn't. So yeah. it's like, I mean, I, like, I doubt any person really why, actually wants to do this. Why is this woman here? Why does she not have other opportunities to do other things? And this is, and this is honestly what we kind of touched upon earlier. It's like, oh, you want to get into that? A lot of the, just real I think quick. a lot of people would be very upset if I said what I, what I have to say about that. What like the well, like the thing already super rich. No, no, I'll, I'll, you don't have to say it. I'll say it because it's some. It is. It's very true. It's like all the discourse that comes from the like the oppressed communities, like even Pakistani and Desi communities, Muslims. A lot of the people who like are outspoken about it are like extremely affluent, are rich. Don't want to say extremely. They're they're quite privileged. They're, they're relatively privileged. Yeah. And the things but that being they, being affluent like is there's a there's a greater association. There's a privilege. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a greater proportion of like more well-to-do people speaking out on these things. Yeah. And, and like using the language of social justice. Yeah. Right. I mean, he, here's the fucking here's the fucking issue I have. Whenever people talk about. And I'll make this just about South Asian because we're a South Asian because people, I legitimately people will get upset if I if we use like the Asian American, like yeah. the API thing. Yeah. It, I, talk uh, about sim- our communities. Sim- we'll community. talk about our communities to make the same point. Why the fuck is it that anytime we talk about like what is considered oppression in like the West, about like South, like okay, oh like Indian oppression or like racism towards Indian bigotry, it's always just about like interpersonal differences and like shit like in high school they fucking said I smelled bad and now they're eating butter chicken at Royal Taj. Yeah. Type shit. Like, first of all, like, yeah, everyone's an asshole in high school. Get over it. Yeah. It, this is mostly just about you kind of being a narcissist and, like, can't fucking get over yourself. And when you make that the bulk of what you consider oppression, I can't blame people for being skeptical about these claims because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's not, like, great. It's not ideal. Like, the fact that, like, people make this many jokes about minority communities is indicative of the fact we live in a racist society, right? Yeah, the society There's also, is like, racist. The most minute and innocuous forms of like racism, because racism is an abstract thing, right? There's so many ways in which it can like show up, mm-hmm. and you're picking like the the fucking most baby shit version of it. When there's like legitimate ways in which it can talk, like again, like we said, Asian women are greatly exploited right. in, in these positions and fetishized. And fetishized. You go to fucking Chinatown, hot spot for poverty. Yeah, that's a function of them being Chinese. Yeah. you can talk about those things, but then. The way most people end up fucking talking about it is that, like, oh, I have trauma from people, like, making jokes about my name. Right. I think you just need to fucking get over yourself, and that should not occupy the bulk of the fucking discourse and and space. Because – and I'll I'll say something around that, too, because I think I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I I do think that there is some kind of – 
trauma is a pretty heavy word, but there yeah. is some kind of trauma that does come from, you know, being on the outside. Oh, people can't say my name. People can't do this. Yeah. People can't do that. So it, it does. And oh, people called me smelly or made fun of my food. There is some kind. There is some subconscious. I'm not saying like it. it's it's like but neutral. The, but do not let that thing act like. When people talk about it, they, they're you know they're working for like Amazon and like yeah. they have like fair, like they're, yeah, they're rich exactly. too. You know exactly. what I mean? They're working from Amazon, big financial companies. Like they are doing well in life, and they're like, yeah, back in high school, like this happened. Like not saying that's not true. Like hey, that did hurt you. It hurt your feelings. It hurt you, and it you know made you probably self conscious about a lot of things in high school. That's okay, and that's very true. But right now, the bigger issue on these things are the actual people who are being held yeah. back. Like hey, you made it, bro. Great for you. Do your chains. Tell people how to say your name yeah. like I do. But there's still people out there, I, which I'm not going to let. I got called terrorist. Bro, I moved here when I was a, oh, I was six years old, about to turn seven. If you, Last it, name Hussein. Yeah. A year removed from 9-11. You're, I got you're Muslim terrorists. in America. You got – we both got a shit yeah. ton of terrorist. Uh, any Muslim listening to this got a shit ton of terrorist joke named – like yeah. thrown after them, right? I don't fucking make a big deal about that yeah. right now because it's also like it was fucking high school for yeah. one. Everyone, everyone in high school is – Mean. A fucking dick. Yeah. When you're but kids, also, you're like, like shitty people. It is just a off offspring, I guess, of society. That's what happens yeah. to these white kids. Are like, oh, haha! Look, this motherfucker's name is Hussein. Let's. Oh, hey, Osama. There was a point where my one of one of our teachers in elementary school, instead of calling my brother by his first name, she called him Saddam. She called him Saddam Hussein, and <laughs> I think she messed up or the way he tells it. He was like, damn, like, but yeah. But that's what happens, right? But listen, that shit affected him. He was self conscious. He we wouldn't. We wouldn't walk with yeah. our mom when she was dressed in daisy clothes. Yeah. At the mall. That shit hurts. Whatever. It but hurts. now that I know that, yo, okay, I got past that. The real issue is why did my mom not get a like why could she not get a job exactly at, at an office? Exactly. You know? She's she she went to school in Pakistan. She got her master's degree. My my dad has a master's my dad is has a double master's degree in journalism yeah. and everything. But here he, he's still struggling, right? Yeah. Like that's the real issue. That's the real fucking real issue. Real issue is why aren't these people who are if from these minority communities getting the same opportunities as other normal folks? That's the real issue. That not you got called a bad name. Yes, that's that shouldn't happen. We need to move past this in society and like make a better society, more inclusive, which I think is happening at this point in certain pockets. It, it is the thing. It's inclusive in areas which are already like situated Pretty, well. Yeah. Right. Like, cause you don't want to be inclusive in like the bottom of the ladder because everyone knows that the bottom of the ladder sucks. Yeah. And so there's never, there's very rarely consideration about like, why don't we just like uplift everybody at the bottom? Yeah. I don't care what demographic you are in right. any terms, race, sexuality, whatever. Yeah. I think you should live a life of dignity. I don't think you have to work like two fucking jobs to maintain rent and live like fairly comfortably. Right. That's where I am at. Right. I personally do not give a shit about the grievances of people living at the top 1%. Who are like? Who hey, are just yeah, like? I hey, I, I'm I'm so traumatized because people are like um someone called me dot head girl. Yeah. Or like, hey, somebody called me the terrorist beard guy. I'm like, yeah. I I really don't get a be, fuck over yourself. Be more be more upset yeah. at the fact Why are you that not, there are kids yeah, who are being yeah. monitored for going to the masjid, going yeah. to a temple, going to a synagogue. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if like synagogue. Yeah, I don't know if they're like really monitoring synagogues like no, that. like they no, are no, mosques no, and no, 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 temples not. No, and whatnot. No, no, we're, no, they're not. Yeah, they're straight not. up. They're not. They're straight up. Not. I was just. I think there are like there there is like a history of very specific synagogues where that's happened. They have yeah. an association with like severe, severe. Yeah. Like, synagogues Jewish aren't radicalism. being watched by the FBI. They're being watched by some racist white motherfucker uh, yeah. who's like planning something. I hope yeah. to catch. I that. want you to go to Israel, but then I'm gonna shoot you, type boy. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I'm an anti-Semitic Zionist, which is very fucking common. People don't realize how goddamn common that is. Yeah. 
they like, they like want you the, out. La- last last thing, but like one of those like black Zionists who are like Bro- <laughs> you are silencing my voice. Like uh, there are a lot of black Zi- there are a lot of black Jewish Zionists and this and that. It's like yo, is this person really talking about how? Black and brown Jewish people's voices have been silenced because they're Zionists and they want to kill people. It's like, yo, what? That fucking pairs perfectly with what we just talked about, right? This person clearly fucking doing well. But it's about, it's about like, oh, this is about my fucking lived experience. Yep. And it's like, well, you know, actually, no, we're going to fucking go over an hour a little bit. I don't give right. a shit, right? Do it. The problem with this whole thing about lived experience, about like, oh, you have to listen to people with lived experience, right? Mm-hmm. What does lived experience mean? Like, what does that fucking terminology actually mean? That literally just means I can only tell you about shit that happened to me. Well, the world is made up of a shit ton of different people with a shit ton of different perspectives. And you have to make a value judgment on which ones are like, you know, more important or more worthwhile than others, mm-hmm. right? Just because I have and even if you take somebody from like similar demographics, mm-hmm. like I'm Muslim. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 American born Muslim. Like my parents are Pakistani immigrants, but I was born here, yeah. right? Um, I mean, I'm like nominally Muslim. We don't have to get into that. Just because I'm like Muslim, my views on Islam, on like Middle Eastern politics, on any of that shit is not the same as somebody else who's Muslim, right? Because right. I have a different, not just like experience about things that happened to me. I took different paths in terms of like what I decided to teach myself, what was taught to me, right. my work experience, my school experience is all different. My lived experience is different from somebody else's, right? And we can come to very different conclusions even though we technically have like a similar background and identity. Mm-hmm. You have to make the determination about which one is more relevant or, or a better one, whatever, right? And theoretically, it should be on the merits of like the arguments we're making, right? Right. It should not be couched. If you can only couch it like you have to listen to me because I'm of group X, which sometimes there is, I understand why people do that because sometimes it's just like people being completely dismissive of you. Right. There is such a thing as mansplaining. There is such a thing as white explaining. Mm-hmm. I think people just don't like taking criticism for like being fucking idiots. Right. And then we'll, you know, retreat back to like, oh no, no, this is my lived experience. Like, like again, your lived experience is just your lived experience. That's not accounting for anybody else's experience. Yeah, just because you're from a certain group or demographic, you you were also do like an individual get... person who had like a shit ton of different things that made you who you are. You're not representative. Of, like, yeah, you're whole not population. representing the whole thing. It's just like we can't. There's a lot of different Muslims. There's like you look at the Muslim community. There are someone. There's some Muslims who are really conservatives. Some very liberal Muslims. But yeah, it's just like you. Just like you can't take one person from one community and be like, hey, yeah. all of group X is like this person from group yeah. X. It's the same thing that you who is in group X, you can't really say, hey, because of this experience that happened to me, this is what it's yeah. like being Muslim in America. Yeah. Like, ah, no, maybe, maybe it's a little bit rough. Because like, you know, maybe a person who... L- l- let's just make this like very like salient for people, right? right? There are Muslims who are Zionists and who advocate on behalf of Israel Whoa. and they have positions in the Biden administration. I yeah. need to be the, you know why? Because they're getting paid to do that. Yeah. There's no thing about like, oh, but what about your place in the Ummah? Don't you? None of that fucking shit matters. matters they're still, they're people who have a, a getting a paycheck. Yeah. Okay. And a big one at that. And, and so they can probably revert to some shit about their lived experience, right? They could like hack up some argument. I don't give a fuck. I care that the, you're in a position of like relative power and pushing for like the, the fucking ethnic cleansing of an entire group of people. Right. And the supporting of an, of an established Zionist state. Right. That's, we need to get away from that shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good place to stop because we could keep ranting about this oh, for yeah. a while. Thank you guys. And on that note, good night. <laughs>